Welcome to episode 18 of Nurmer Nurmer. In this episode, Alexis and I try to make sense of the show Tiger King, as led by Nikki, who has actually seen that particular program. Alexis gets pretty caught up with the side character Anne McQueen, and I spend much of the time thinking about the movie Chicken Run. Nikki did her best. I've started using a link tree connected to the Nurmer Nurmer Instagram page rather than putting important links in the description because those links don't show up across all platforms, and I want you to be able to click them. So anyway, here's Tiger King. Okay. Nikki, have you talked to Donald Glover recently? Well, I started watching Community, and no. Even though you're best friends? We're best friends. We're taking a little bit of a break. We got so closely connected that it like became like a topic friendship. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we had to just mm. kind of go our separate ways and... Then I just decided to. You guys are fighting. We're just. Do you think people at healthy... do you think do you think people at school think you're fighting? Um, I graduated school a few years ago. Alrighty, so I'm finally not quarantined any longer, and I'm back at work after oh, six months. Sad. So I. You had your first. What week? are you gonna do? I could. I can't just do whatever I want now. Before I went back to work, I had to watch Tiger King since everybody watched it. You just right. waited four months. I think it did come out in March. I find it so offensive that you guys started it, watched a few episodes, and then just decided, nah, this isn't for me. Like, yeah, I, I have no told a couple of people about that, and they've also been offended on my behalf. Offended? So like, start I thought, Tiger King okay. and not finish it. When you said I was so offended, I thought you were going to say how offended you were by Tiger King. And then you turned it around no, on No, I'm us. offended that you guys didn't finish it. <laughs> Wait, we're more <laughs> offensive than Joe Exotic? We're no, more offensive than Joe Exotic. No, Rude. I didn't say that. The title of the episode, Nikki thinks we're more offensive than Joe Exotic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What is so great about the second half? I think it's because as you watch, you're saying to yourself, what the fuck? There is no possible way this could get more ridiculous. And then it just keeps happening. There's lots of good drama. Joe has a surprising number of lovers. Like, I don't know what the market looks like for, like, a tender for men like him, but yeah. <laughs> I w- wouldn't have expected that he could have, like, had multiple options at any given time. See, I feel um, like I saw all of that. Well, shit. I, I mean, those days blended together. I didn't know that. Do you want me to go back through and read the description yeah. so I can tell um, you what was amazing about the last episode? You didn't know that there was more than one episode. <laughs> I mean, essentially. I watched them all as quickly as I could. So, to me, it's I don't separate the first half of the season from the second half, really. Right. It all happened in, like, two days. Would you ever watch it again? No. Not worth the time. But You've had all the reveals. It's not worth it or something. Yeah. It's so insane at moments that it's, like, sickening. And by insane, I don't mean, like, oh, my God, that's so cool, but, like, disturbing. Did you guys watch up to the point um, that the employee had their arm ripped off? Yeah. We saw yeah, that. wasn't that really? In, pretty early. That was in the first three episodes. The person that was being interviewed on camera, you didn't even notice they had an amputated arm until exactly. Like, oh, yep. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, at that, that, that moment, and you're like, hold on. Like yeah, but they also happened. went over it in the span of, like, 90 seconds. And it was, like, no big deal. There's um, a lot of um, amputees in that program. Yeah, they were, it got really gruesome. I think I maybe saw a half episode or so more than you, more than Susie did, but it 
got too gruesome that I couldn't watch it anymore. I couldn't watch any more animals attacking people. Also, not I their feel like Not the animals. Yeah. Fault. To me, like, the, the people that are doing this, like, yes, I feel really bad that, like, an employee who, this is, like, their first time in this sort of environment, like, if their arm ripped off, of course, nobody expects that's going to happen. But some of these people that have missing things off their body are, like, you knew what you were doing, being irresponsible. It's not like, a, oh, you deserve it. I feel worse animals that are being mistreated and don't have a choice in the matter. There's a consent and a certain level of assumed risk to be right. a human entering that ring. Right. Did you guys, I, again, don't remember what when this happened within the series, but there's an episode where one of the tigers gets too aggressive with Joe and he, like, shoots it. No. No. It's, it's pretty fucked up. There, there are things. So, okay. I forgot how gun-heavy it was. Yeah, he totes it around on his hip all the time. They don't usually just shoot an animal for no reason. He claimed it was self-defense, but again, he probably just shouldn't have been in there interacting in the way that he was. He just he he lost all caution around the cats, and I feel like he treated them like trophy pets rather than wildlife. That's not even debatable. That was just kind of how he behaved. So right. it's really sad. So this is. One of my problems, all of, like, the funny ridiculousness aside and, like, the great parodies that have come from this series, Netflix portrayed Joe's cat, uh, what do you even call it? He doesn't call it a rescue, does he? At enclosures. (laughs) They portray it. He and Carol at Big Cat Rescue are doing the same thing, and they're not. They're definitely not. I actually went on Big Cat Rescue's website today in preparation for this conversation tonight and watch more of their videos and I'm like they literally are doing so much like their their whole purpose is rescue rehabilitate and then like release it out into the wild their worst case scenario for these animals is that they have to stay on their property for the rest of their life and they're given like the largest enclosure possible plenty of of room to run I mean this is Carol aside Carol's fucking nuts but the rescue itself is doing positive things. And I feel like Netflix portrayed it. They they blended the mission of that rescue with who Carol Haskin is as a person. I mean, at least the way they, they portrayed her to be. I think that it kind of did some damage because people were looking at what Carol was doing as bad. And really, the rescue is, I don't know, I guess I'm, I'm kind of repeating myself, but just they're only keeping the cats if if they can't survive in the wild, and they're trying to do everything they can to get them back out into the wild, whereas Joe is sitting there breeding them, selling pictures with baby tigers, and then shooting, and then sometimes, I don't know if you guys have watched this, but refeeding tiger meat from dead ones, is it's like fucked up. Oh my God, no. Yeah, I definitely didn't see that. I feel, I feel like Joe, I'm doubting my own memory of this right now, but like I know, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty well, sure. So but I also know that he would get expired meat from the grocery stores and just feed it to the cats. Yeah. I remember, I remember that part, yeah. I think. I gave Susie this warning. If you decide to watch further, Alexis, there's an episode where, like, an employee kind of unintentionally shoots himself in the head, and it's, like, caught on security footage from the office space at Joe's whatever cat. Whoa. Cat trap. That's what we'll call it. Exotic Animal Park. There we go. That was really unexpected. They didn't give any sort of like trigger warnings or anything. It didn't fully show it, but it showed it enough that you're like as not expecting it and watching it is really jarring and really upsetting. It was on the show? 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, it was it, that white boy that is an intern or whatever on the the farm. I don't remember when he came in. It's like political background. Mm-hmm. He was the witness to it and shares his, what his perspective. It was the whole show is so fucked. And so I I mean I get it. I get not watching it. But then, like, I think I did because it has become so culturally relevant. And, you know what, I think this also happened in a part of quarantine where we didn't actually all struggle nearly to the degree with our mental health. It was still kind of, like, silly. It's like, oh, we're having to, like, sit at home from this pandemic and, like, waste a lot of time. I'm going to sit and watch this ridiculous documentary. I have a $1,200 check coming in the mail. All of us were just more giggly about it. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. That's what made it feel, like, slightly better. If this shit came out now, I'm pretty sure everyone would cancel the show. Cancel the show. Take it off Netflix. This is garbage. I felt like I didn't need to watch it because I had already seen so much stuff about it. There are movies that I haven't seen. Like, for the longest time, I didn't see Superbad because I've seen so many references to it that I didn't care. I felt like I already knew the entire plot. Of the cultural relevance that it just, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. That's fair. And so I felt like with Tiger King, you know, the polygamy would have maybe shocked me if I hadn't seen 800 memes of it. And with the timing, I agree with you that there's something to be said for the state of panic that everyone is or is not in at this point. Yeah. (laughs) If you guys haven't already figured this out, Joe Exotic is locked away. He did end up yeah. going to prison. He is asking Donald Trump to pardon him. It's a headline from yeah. He said, did you guys hear that, he's, like, as of today, go ahead, Alexis. Oh, I was just going to say, he said that Trump is his hero and that he has seen what they God. do to you and that he's what? just some gay gun-toting redneck in Oklahoma. So did he get arrested after Tiger King came out? No, I think that he was put away by the time, like, all the recording had been done. So what I think and what they talk about in the documentary, because they have like a little bit of a debrief episode with a few cast members afterwards, everybody in general kind of disapproves who Joe Exotic was as a person, but it's hilarious that he has like this amount of fame and can't be out of prison to like experience it because it's the only thing he like strives for in life, attention. So it's like this super anticlimactic moment where he's, (laughs) I mean, anybody our age knows who he is. I thought he was the protagonist. Like, interact. I thought he was not good. I knew he was maybe, you know, like the embodiment of gun-toting Florida man. I kind of got that, but I thought that people really liked him before I watched it. I thought he was, like, the good guy. I think people, that's sort of the way it feels at first, because people are like, this guy is so ridiculous, he's hilarious, he's like my hero, but it's sarcastic. But the like actual, like, bed. horrors of what he does to animals, that shit, I think, becomes way more prevalent in the second half. And you start realizing that he, he's not funny enough to outweigh how fucking terrible he is. Who's Don? Dan? Don. Tell us about Don. I'm trying to remember Don. Uh, is Don. it uh, Carol's, Carol's husband? husband? Current yeah. one or the dead one? Dead one. Turns um, out Carol's la- Carol has an E at the end of her name. Carol Baskin. Howard is her current husband. And Don is the one that went missing. So my um, question is, where did he go? Uh, almost surely in a meat grinder. And then fed to the cats. What? Is that really the first time you've heard that theory? Um, Are you guys there? Yeah. <laughs> right. Is that like, did I just blow your mind because this is the first time you're hearing it? Okay. Is this a modern Sweeney Todd? What is, 
This is why everyone's like, Carol killed her husband. Yeah, she I thought reported it was because she was two days after he actually went missing. And then literally as of today, dude, there's an article that came out that somebody else came forward finally with, it's like the ex-wife of a, Carol refers to this guy as loving him like a son or something like that. So I think he like volunteers for her in some form at Big Cat Rescue. But let me look up this really quick. There is somebody by the name of Trish who came forward. Her ex-husband was Kenny Farr. He's a handyman who worked for... The handyman! The handyman? Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) basically his ex-wife, this is literally, I learned this today. His ex-wife just came out dead. I'm going to read this article because there's no way I'm going to do as good of a job. So the handyman was important. Yeah, apparently, dude. While Tiger King sees zoo owner Joe Exotic claim that his rival Baskin was involved in her husband's death, she's always denied this and is not a suspect or person of interest in this still open case. However, a new clue has emerged as part of a CBS report titled The Tiger King Mystery, which will air in the U.S. on Wednesday, the 9th of September. The investigation features an interview with Trish Farr Payne, whose ex-husband, Kenny Farr, was a handyman who worked for Lewis and Baskin in the years surrounding Lewis's disappearance. Farr appears as a talking head in Tiger King. Farr Payne, the ex-wife, alleges that around the time Lewis vanished, Farr, who she claims was often violent to her, arrived home in the middle of the night in Lewis's van. The van was said to contain a collection of guns, which her then-husband told her belonged to Lewis. When questioned about the weapon, Far Payne recalls Far replying, quote, Listen, I'm hanging onto these right now for Carol. Don's gone. I don't want you talking about him. If anybody calls you, don't say anything about Don. Lewis was officially reported missing two days later with Far Payne explaining, quote, Everything started kind of coming together. Kenny's got Don's van. Kenny's got Don's gun. Don's gone. And I knew Don was gone the day before he was supposedly missing. Something wasn't right. She also alleges that in the same few weeks, a large freezer with a padlock appeared on her porch, only to later disappear, with Far reportedly telling his wife, quote, don't ask me questions you don't want answers to. Another incident recalled in the documentary sees Far Payne claim that Far once threatened her with the words, quote, if you try to leave me again, I'm going to put you in the grinder like I did Don. CBS was unable to reach Kenny Farr for comment. Baskin has previously stated that she gave Farr the guns long after Don vanished and that she didn't believe he had anything to do with her husband's disappearance, writing on her website earlier this year that she loves him, quote, like a son. Baskin was recently announced as a contestant on the forthcoming uh, U.S. series Dancing with the Stars, which I can't believe that. <laughs> I can't. I still can't. In shock. Yeah, my yeah. jaw was on the floor that entire time. Shit, I'm just now seeing his face. I forgot what he looks like. Oh, God. He oh, looks I like a handyman in a nice pool. Yeah. This is what it said earlier when I read it, but I'm not finding it now. When she reported this to the police, they literally didn't take any action on it. Didn't even investigate to see if what she was saying was true. And then basically, you know, Carol and Kenny Farr basically said she was making outlandish accusations that were complete lies. I'm a little bit curious because I just watched the documentary about the Scott Peterson, Lacey Peterson murder from a while ago, like 2006 or something. And a lot of that had to do with the world had decided that Scott Peterson killed his wife, Lacey Peterson, simply because of the way the media covered it. And it's actually pretty possible that he didn't kill her because there's no, absolutely no evidence that he did. Even if he did, there's no, you know, you're innocent until proven guilty. There's no weapon. They don't know what day. They don't know where. They don't know absolutely nothing. They released the alibi on the TV. Like, they had, there was so much media coverage that it kind of ruined everything. 
So is Joe Exotic already convicted? Well, we know. Okay, backing up. We know he was up to no good. It's all on camera. Like, all the evidence you need. How are they recording this? Most of this is illegal. You have snakes full of drugs. They had 223 snakes filled with drugs. The snakes were alive. So in Carol's case, could anything... I feel bad the media or the people watching the show could decide to convict her on a cultural level, even if she hasn't done anything. Yeah, which has happened, without a doubt. Um, it's sad, but there's also... I honestly, even knowing that this was portrayed in a very certain way by Netflix and, like, everyone has latched on to, like, being faithful to Joe Exotic for some reason, I still think that Carol actually did it. I think Carol conspired with Kenny to do it. And especially if this new witness coming forward with that is telling the truth. I mean, if what she's saying is true at all, if he actually showed up home with Don's van and all of his guns two nights before he went missing, it's weird. Yeah. Also, there's a clip. I don't remember which episode this happened in, but do you guys remember Carol making a comic about sardine oil? I don't. This is good. While refuting the claims during filming, Baskin gave a theory of her own regarding how someone could be fed to a big cat. If I were gonna, you know, if somebody wanted to kill you, then they would just put sardine oil all over you as a way to feed them to the cats. And it was on film. <laughs> she has like an extremely specific thing in her back pocket, like, well, I don't know, but if I was going to try to feed someone to the cats, I would just put sardine oil all over them. Says it like that. It's ridiculous. You guys need to look up that clip. Does Carol Baskin carry a gun? Does if her husband had a bunch, probably, but not on the show. I can picture her with a pink handgun. But she's like really good at it. It yeah. does suck that if she actually is innocent, this is fucked up. That this is societally she's been claimed as not. But she also feels like she doesn't try that hard to convince you. Did you guys get to the episode where they have pictures from Carol's wedding with her new husband? She has him in a collar on a leash. Oh, yep, yep, yep. you did see that. I did see that. So if I was dealing with someone as silly and immature acting as Joe Exotic, I wouldn't fucking try. I wouldn't try that hard to cover my name because... No matter what I do, Joe Exotic's going to film a music video with a lookalike. Joe Exotic's going to stand outside of my sanctuary, out of my, I don't know, sanctuary? I just read that word. No matter what, Joe Exotic's going to stand outside of his sanctuary with a stupid sign. And I can understand not trying to say, don't listen to this guy if this is what he's going to do forever. This is the part where the guy who originally was going to do a TV series got all of his equipment blown up in a fire. He has spent, like, literal years of his career filming reality TV so that he could make a production on Joe's. Wasn't that like, wasn't that after there was a recording that was, they were asking him? I think they were asking Joe Exotic, it could have been that guy, but just do you have backups of your stuff? It's, yeah, it's okay. like very clearly Joe Exotic blew it up intentionally because he may have had footage that could have not looked good on him or something. Yeah, I can't imagine know. what he would have done that wouldn't look good. No, I have no idea. He seems like a pretty wholesome dude. Do you imagine spending years doing that and then it vanishing, and then Netflix coming out and making, like, one of the most sensationalist, successful series. And releasing it with the perfect timing that everyone has to be at home. No one has anything better to do. That was exactly what happened. That's, I mean, I really don't, I think you made a good point earlier. If it came out tomorrow, people wouldn't. People might have been angry about it. Yeah. Or not cared. Did you watch the Joel McHale after show? Yeah. I felt like it was a nice little end cap. What if I don't watch the rest of it, but I watch the Joe McHale? 
I'll do so. I mean, you can do whatever you want. It's a free country. <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking because I don't like Phil McHale, and uh, we, we've talked about him before, so I, I like the tie-in. Right. Is he better on Community or on Tiger King After Show? I was, and he plays I mean, Joe McHale? Yeah. I mean, do you hate him as an actual actor or just his character in Community? Mm, I don't actually hate him. I just don't think I get it. He's too cool. Yeah. I think that's being a white man. Joe's like not Joe a white man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't really looked into it, but I guess when I did watch it, I was very confused about who's making this show. Whose side are they on? Because it kind of there are parts of it where it really it felt like they like, were on Joe's side. But they also showed these really awful things about Joe Exotic. Like clearly, they all have so much money because of drugs, right? I don't yeah. get it. They have a lot of money and very few teeth. And there's so few limbs. How much of what's going on in the show is normal Florida shit? I'd say at least half. Why was targeting news to us when it came out? Like these were all headlines. I hadn't heard of any of those things. And I feel like I should have. I can't believe Joe Exotic ran. Yeah, he tried to run for president, didn't he? What? I think he literally was trying to get, like, on the ballot. Joe Exotic for president. I, this is an incredible headline from Huffington Post from 2016. Meet the gay zookeeper who's making a bid for president. He's pro-abortion rights, pro-LGBT rights, and anti-gun reform. He's in a very wow. specific corner of America that not a lot of people are standing in. And I think that's the part of him that you kind of love a little bit. He's very himself. How many of his songs have you guys heard? He did record that music video. I guess it didn't occur to me that there was music because we didn't have the sound on. You guys watched it without the sound? Is your brain broken? <laughs> Sometimes there are captions. Because if you did have the sound on, you still couldn't understand what they were saying. Does that make things make more sense now, Mickey? No. Less sense? Why it seems like we haven't seen this show at all? Yeah, it does. That, yeah. When did he end up in prison? What's the timeline, though? He was able to run in 2016, or try to run. His slogan was, a common man for all. He... He had his tigers in his campaign video. Common man. In the ad, he said, I've had some kinky sex. I have tried drugs during the younger years of my life. They apprehended... I think he's the only person that I actually think may have been crazier and more dangerous to have than Trump. Between Joe Exotic and Kanye West? Fuck that. Oh, God. Whoa. Joe, he went to jail the day Joe's Mac Miller died. Wow. Wow. Is it related? Is it? I don't think so. R.I.P. Mac. <laughs> September 7th, 2018. He just celebrated two years. Not Mac. Wait, they they gave Carol Baskin his zoo? What kind of fuck? In June 2020, Baskin received control of Zoe Exotic's zoo property. Whoa. Good for her. I mean, aside from the fact that she murdered her husband. Here's my thing with her husband. Wasn't Don just kind of old? Are you justifying his murder? What if he just <laughs> died because he was old? What if he wasn't murdered? Is there any chance he didn't. of that? I don't know. I'm just saying there's no chance he wasn't murdered. He wasn't even six. When he went missing. Okay, that's not that old. Okay, that's, I thought he was much older. <laughs> I also yeah. thought he was much older. Carol said he had okay. Alzheimer's, but I guess that doesn't... Alzheimer's doesn't mean you disappear off the face of the earth, I guess, technically. 
Well, and here's the thing about the meat grinder thing. She couldn't have actually fed him to the tiger's hole. She could have removed any issues of finding bones on the property, etc., if she put him in a meat grinder. That's strange to consider. I have been watching so many, like, true crime things lately. There are a lot of people who kill somebody and have a hard time knowing what to do with the body. It's weird that there are people who have access to something that could pretty much foolproof get rid of somebody else. Like, the only other thing I can think of is sometimes people have access to an incinerator. But you have to, like, be in the right job yeah. to, like, have industrial <laughs> equipment. Can you just go to a restaurant auction and buy a meat grinder? Unrelated That's to what we're thing. talking they about, do. I'm going to see how much a meat grinder costs. Thank you. Oh, my God. You're going to be flagged. I'm going to be flagged. <laughs> a handheld one's only, like, 22 bucks on Webstraw. <laughs> How much is it's that? Really low. Yeah, it's really low. Please don't type into your Google search bar meat grinder large enough for a plate. <laughs> you can look okay. up meat grinder for cows and probably find one. I'm going to go into a private tab. Again, I'm not personally trying to do anything with a meat grinder. I have no interest in purchasing one. I'm just curious. Okay. <laughs> wow. This is such a dark search. Long story really? short, it is hard hard to get a large animal meat grinder. What happened? Yeah, why do you sound so scarred? Because in America, our meat industry is so graphic that most of the results were like talking. Ugh. We don't have a lot of humane killing of animals that we're planning on eating in America. So, uh, so I guess to answer Alexis' question, you really couldn't go to a to a restaurant auction and get one because it's like such a, there's no glass door on any of our meat industry stuff. You know, it's hard to get into that. So few people are able to do that. Thank God. That's a good thing. Honestly, I wonder if they do, like, background checks on people that buy meat. (laughs) I hope so. Like, equivalent to the danger of a lunatic owning a gun, right? Do you think Carol Bat... I don't want to make any assumptions. If anyone murdered someone and put them through a meat grinder, do you think they did it because of Sweeney Todd? Is that what happens in Sweeney Todd? Yeah, they put people through meat grinders and they bake them into pies. Wait, isn't this the plot of Chicken Run? Oh, you just sent chills throughout my entire body. We were talking about this very recently, but I thought you were intentionally just telling me the plot of Chicken Run. I didn't realize that was the Sweeney Todd plot as well. Except, wait, the chickens don't kill each other, do they? No, but they are baked into pies. Wait, is the plot of Chicken Run just making fun of Sweeney Todd? Mrs. Tweety makes the pies. That's what it is. On the talk page for the Chicken Run Wikipedia, they're trying to figure out if there's any connection between Sweeney Todd and Chicken Run. Chicken Run came out in 2000, and Sweeney Todd came out in 2007. But that was not the first. Oh, that's true, huh? I'm pretty sure it was like a musical or something. It was a musical. Like a yeah, book. you're right. There's speculation that because they each have a female antagonist meat pie maker, that, yeah, the Tweeties are Sweeney Todd. There is speculation about this. I'm sorry. We do not need a Chicken Run sequel. Did they make two? They want to make a 20th anniversary sequel. Who wants that? No one asked for that. I don't even want the first one to exist anymore, and I love stop motion. I love Wallace and Gromit. I think I blocked a lot of Chicken Run out of my mind because it freaked me out. Alan Rickman is in Sweeney Todd. I love Alan Rickman. Sweeney Todd's on Tubi. Ooh, I'm going to watch it. It's one of my favorite movies. Well, I'll have to watch Sweeney Todd back-to-back with uh, Chicken Run. 
I wonder okay. if, yeah, and then I'll write a think piece. The Chicken Run's on Hulu, Sweeney Todd's on TV. I'm going to have to, I have to know. Are they the same? Well, I just don't, where the fuck did Chicken Run come from? Like, what inspired such a film? Oh, I can't believe it got a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Chicken Run? <laughs> yeah. What? That movie is scary. A 97% and a rating of 8.1 out of 10. I can't wait Not for you what? to watch Chicken Run tonight and then go on Rotten Tomatoes and add a review in 2020. Yeah. I don't think it matters anymore. I think anything they see from 2020, nobody's really going to question. Never mind. Chicken Run is the highest grossing stop motion animated film in history. It made $224 million. Oh, my God. Wow. They're going to make a sequel. They want to make a sequel. They announced on June 23rd, 2020. June 23rd, 2020. Damn it. How did we miss that news? What else were we doing? What could possibly be going on? Who the fuck is updating the Chicken Run Wikipedia right now? Any other questions about Tiger King? Oh, the dude who always does interviews with his shirt off and with, like, two and a half teeth? In the follow-up with Joel, he got a set of dentures. Really? He has a very nice nice appearance now. I heard, apparently, that he actually had them before, but in the interview where he has teeth suddenly and they, like, make a point about it, then I read somewhere else that they actually, like, had him take them out for, like, the rest of the filming. So it's questionable, like, how... Like, if this is new or not. That's kind of shitty that they would... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't like that. What's the deal with Anne McQueen? Oh, oh my God. Thank you for asking that, Nikki. I hope to God you have time to tell us about Anne McQueen. Who is this person? She's a witch, and she uh, possessed Carol Baskin. That was what Alexis and I thought of the show. We thought she put a hex on Carol Baskin. And the reason that we don't believe that Carol Baskin killed her is because we didn't have the volume on, so we didn't get the hex. And McQueen was hexing all of the viewers of the show to uh, make them believe that Carol killed her husband. No, no yeah. Yeah, we, we're no sheep. God, I wish I, I've not paid attention to this. <laughs> I don't think I could tell you about anybody who's not a main character, really. I mean, I Those just were about... the two main characters. I, I just look up a photo of Anne McQueen, and I am shaking in my boots right now. She's so scary. <laughs> Amber Queen is sitting in there surrounded by, like, candles. She's got a bubbling cauldron. Dawn's executive assistant. I found that out from a Google search, so don't think that I remember that. I don't think you believe anybody in Tiger King. If that show taught me anything... The homicide detective has a wall of masks. Yeah, that that doesn't seem appropriate. As many masks as the small-town Italian restaurant down the street from me. This is a specific example to draw on. Well, if anyone's been there, they'll know. Dude, Adam McQueen became a partial beneficiary of his 1.25 million life insurance policy. Yeah, no surprise here. You're going to tell Wait, me she Dawn didn't had a life insurance everybody. policy? Yeah. yeah. You're going to tell me it wasn't Adam McQueen? She, she said, I'm probably the only woman he ever fooled around with. I used to say it was the only time in my life that I was glad I was short and fat. Uh, I didn't finish reading that when I started it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so confused. Don was sleeping around? You think Anne was the only one he fooled around with? Well, they put her in the documentary. I don't know how you missed her. I mean, I remembered I, her face once I saw it, but... I would have called the show Anne McQueen and the Attorney. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so I invite either of you, if either of you are going to watch Chicken Run or Sweeney Todd in the near future to help me elaborate on a document. <laughs> yeah. I can't That's say I'm probably going to do it, but... I feel like okay. there was something recently that I had a very similar problem with. Oh, it was about um, stormtroopers. It was about stormtroopers. That's all I'll say. Well, I had I a really... talk about stormtroopers. Yep. I feel like um, there needs to be more discussion about stormtroopers and, yeah, yeah, and their portrayal. Yep. I, yep, I totally agree. And uh, when I was Googling nothing. it... Nothing. Nothing. You're telling me this huge franchise doesn't have the answers I'm looking for? No That's one else? That's over in situation. Yeah. So sometimes you got to be you got to be the change you want to see in the world. I want to see some more <laughs> info about Sweeney Todd and Chicken Run. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Nikki, you have no further information about... Uh... I have no further information. Okay. Good. That's good to mm-hmm. know. Sorry to disappoint no, I mean, that that in itself is helpful because it makes me think yeah. that a lot of people didn't um, care too much about them. Fuck, Mary kill. Yeah. Carol Baskin. Joe Exotic. Anne McQueen. I'm so scared to kill Anne McQueen, but I'm also scared not. to marry her. I feel like she would be down for just a fuck and then just leave. Yeah. You know? But I think marrying her was too risky. And killing like, her. You want to marry Carol Baskin? Uh, that was my next sentence. Because <laughs> I'm killing Joe Exotic. And I I, I think I'm going to fuck Anne McQueen and marry Carol Baskin. That's really tough because on the one hand, apparently marrying Carol Baskin could be risky and dangerous. But also marrying Joe Exotic is definitely risky and dangerous. And marrying Anne McQueen is also definitely risky and dangerous. I've never had such an uh, okay. Such a I think I'd fuck Carol. I think I'd fuck Carol for the same reason that Alexis fucked Anne McQueen. Just like hit it and forget it. Right. Then I would marry Anne McQueen because I feel like I probably need to be on her good side, and then I'd kill Joe Exotic. I'm just really scared of Anne McQueen. Her house would be so fun during Halloween. Or do you think she resents it? No, she loves Halloween. I really don't know if I can marry any of them. I have to marry Anne McQueen. I don't, I'm really upset. I've never, uh, wow. I guess I have to marry Anne McQueen and fuck Carol Baskin. And that's no contest for Joe Exotic. Yeah. Wow. Oh, we can all agree on one thing. Yeah. Please listen to one episode with a freaking sound on. Uh, cool. Well. All right, pal. It was a good time. Yep. Have a good one. Alright, I wanted to make a podcast for a really, really, really long time before I was actually able to, and the thing that allowed me to do it was Anchor. Anchor, you can edit the podcast, you can record the podcast, you can invite friends to join it all on the Anchor app. So you need a phone or a computer. You can go to the library, log in there if you really needed to. You could use an old iPod Touch. It's the most accessible way that I have found to make a podcast because I really thought that you had to spend a bunch of money and get a bunch of production equipment and whatever in order to do it. But when I figured out I could use Anchor as a platform to host the podcast, they distribute it for me. 
Um, you probably already know this if you've ever listened to an episode before or if you have seen the description with the tag that says that I make it on Anchor. If you want to do this, if you want to get into it, it's super easy. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app and I swear it's free. Like it's it's so easy. It's the easiest, freest, most free way to host a podcast. Bye.